The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello! Hello, and welcome to We Heart Worry. This is a podcast. And it's a comedy <laughs> podcast. Worrying. Yeah, anxieties. I'm Yasmin Akbar. I'm Philip Adon. Um, so, Phil, yeah. I was just thinking this week, well, last weekend, should I say, I went to your worst nightmare. I was thinking about you the whole time. Where? So I went to Galway. That's not my worst nightmare. No. No. And let, let me elaborate and yeah. um, go on from that bit. Yeah. So, first of all, sidebar, Jumbo is saying I was going to be frightened of flying. Yes. Absolutely fine. Oh, wow. Absolutely yeah. fine. And I think maybe because I talked about it and I knew that oh. I wanted to be cooler and more relaxed. I was fine. There was a small, there was a small skid as we landed in Galway. A oh. little bit of a of, of a wheel went wobbly. Mm. And I thought, oh, fuck, this is going to now screw me because I was so relaxed. It was all going so well. But then going the other way mm. back to mm. London, I was grand. Um, but it was in the... I went to, to the Galway Hearts Festival okay. and saw some shows, saw mm. my friend Fergal's show starring Simone Kirby, his oh, wife, yes. and uh, it was very brilliant. But so my friend Gillian, mm-hmm. her best friend Yvonne joined us. I have to do it like this so everyone gets named. And Yvonne's friend Adam runs the festival, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, do you want to come to this exhibition? It's like, it's in the this, the newly made art gallery they've, they they made in the centre of town. Mm. Um, everyone has been queuing around the block for this. But because I, I, I run the thing, I, I'm going to close it and let you guys come after hours. Wow. So we were like, oh my God, that's amazing. And I was kind of interested, but I didn't really know what it was about. Got there. Mm. The exhibition was called In the Flesh by uh, an artist called, I think it's Sam Jinx. And Phil, right, I yeah. went around the corner and it was statues. It no, was, uh, it was, yeah. no, thank you very much. <laughs> but... but it was, they were so lifelike mm. that when you went up to them. No. It, <laughs> Can I stop you there? <laughs> I know I can't stop you there because no, it, but the it was that you could see like the veins. Oh. I mean, it was absolutely amazing yeah. because because every, it was, it, the, the gallery was empty. Yeah. Like when I go up to one of the sculptures, I would expect them to move. Oh, you see, that's I, the problem. And I just went, Philippa Dunn. <laughs> Philip had done so. I wouldn't go in the room without being hooked up to a drip a, drip a, a rescue remedy. Like I would need. I would. I need someone holding the hand. I'd probably need to be wheeled in and restrained, and then after afterwards, I'd need a, an intensive course of psychotherapy because I cannot. I don't know if I've said this before. I can't do statues. No, I know. That, I see. I know that about you, and yeah. I know even the most kind of. A non-human statue freaks you out. These were human stat. Well, I don't know if the the artists might not like me calling them human statues. There okay. might be, but they were so lifelike yeah. that I think that that would have just because I was really creeped out by them. Oh, and there was a point where I there was there they were amazing. They were yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, and at one point they were they were all out kind of in the open in this main bit. Okay, and then I went around the corner and there was oh there a was surprise this- statue. Surprise statue. Sorry. But but wait you hear what it was. Yeah. It was this long black corridor with these orbs of light all the way down it. Okay. And then at the end, an angel. No, I see I've got a problem with that. <laughs> see, I've got a big problem with that. I know it's only in my head in, in a visual form at the moment, but right. that's causing me a problem in my mind. <laughs> Because I, I was very, I, I have it as a screensaver on my phone. I won't show you because I don't well, want to trigger you. But it, well, it was so beautiful mm. that I, I almost 
cried. Oh God. Because it was also, it was just me. I was on my own experiencing it in a, in a room, you know. So that was very, it's, it was like a really weird scene in a movie. Mm. And so I was standing at the end and there was this massive, like long stretch of water and the angel was was um, bent down with a cup and oh, was wow. taking water out of the this little Ooh. black pool. Mm. So it was very, it was kind of gothic mm. and but also very beautiful. But what would be your problem with that? Okay, well, where do I start? <laughs> No, you see, a huge part of me would love to see that because it sounds bloody gorgeous. And I'd love to see the level of realism that the artist got in Mm. the sculptures. And I would be bowled over by that, I'm sure, because I've got a big art appreciation bone in my body. Mm -hmm. It's a massive one. It's massive. It's down the, it's called the spine. It's called the spine and the spinal column. (laughs) And uh, so I'll probably be tempted to see pictures if you took any. Right. I did just take the one because I also, I'm not great at taking photos. And and also they're shit. So there's nothing to be frightened of. Photos are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I just, as soon as I walked around the corner, the first thing that came into my mind was Philip Dunn. You see, I'm sorry. You see, okay, there's a place, yeah, statues exist but don't put them sneaking around a corner right don't put them where you turn the corner and you go and you go oh oh didn't know you were there ah, dad you know because um, I yeah I don't know if it's phobia I just don't deal well with them They're, no um, but I think that's fair enough I also like the way that you said statues exist like you've got You've come, you've I've come to, terms come to, to accept that, that they are there. Yeah. You see, I'm a frequenter of museums and I know they're part and parcel. And I do enjoy a statue when I look at it afar in the company of somebody else. But right. I can't, I could, like like you walking down that corridor on your own, yeah. I could, no, there'd be no such thing. There was one time I was in the National Museum in Dublin mm-hmm. back in the day and I went on my own. Fun times. And um, <laughs> this is the level of partying now that I'd be getting up to. And uh, I went... Yeah, on my own. And I needed to go from one room to the next. I wanted to go into the their Egyptology section. Oh. And uh, but the only thing that was stopping my 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 journey was um they have these medieval wooden painted Yeah. Religious statues basically. Yeah. And I couldn't walk past them on my own. And I was hanging around waiting for people to just come along and I was like so they could buffer you. Yeah. Yeah. And I was trying to join groups and I was trying to like follow people in and a few times I, I was I was aware that I was coming across as a bit too weird. <clears throat> so I, I like I gave up on the whole tagging along situation at the last minute. So I was stuck there for a good 25 minutes. Did you, can I ask, was there any point where you went on a, like a, a theme park experience where someone jumped out at you? A ghost train situation, I'll call it, Phil. No, I know, I think I know what it's from. It's from being in a church late at night when I was very small and seeing some really old painted statues and, and it just freaked you out yeah because it was it was like a torchlight situation and like the torch would just scan across a face and I would I think I kind of lost my mind were you and you don't have to say yes or no but were you in the Goonies no I was not okay because it sounds that sounds like a very Goonie type yeah. situation I think that the whole thing about it is um, and I'd lo- I should find the name for this actually because I think it's a thing mm-hmm. but you touched on it there was it's because they look so real yes and they're not real Yes. And you're just expecting them to kind of maybe move at any moment. It's something that looks human, is the size of a human and has all human attributes. Yeah. But it's not human. Yes. That's the terrifying thing. Yeah. Well, then don't go and see this artist's work because it's mm. it's frightening how like, human I there. still would like to see pictures of it. Well, yeah. yes. There was, two, there was two tiny babies, right, next to each other. Mm. Like the little faces were, and they had their little feet crossed over oh. and their little bums. Oh. And I was saying to my friend, I just want to like, 
li- I want to cover them. Like I want to lie on them. Such was the realism. It was yeah, and I and it was that thing of I I don't know if it's you know just because you're an animal, but I it was like my brain was going small animals, small babies, small small pieces of of, mm. of humanness. Mm. Get pick them up and run. Mind them. Yeah. I just wanted to take them in my arms and just head out yeah. the door. God, I want to see it now. It was yeah, it was very and there was other like I won't ruin it for people who've seen it, but it was absolutely stunning and and I don't I mean there was aspects of it which I won't go into which were kind of deeper than oh they look really lifelike mm. but it was absolutely stunning it was it was one of those things I think I'll remember forever wow so yeah but it would freak you out but yeah. I just wanted to bring that up because it was on my mind it's not cool. a worry but it's one of your worries but it's not it's it's not I think that's a phobia a phobia yeah I think so I might think so. as well on that note move into my worry oh yeah of the week it's kind of like a two-parter. Well, it's just it's just two two examples of the same thing, which is the first one is so I don't know about you, but you know that we can't trust the weather app on your phone. Oh, you can't. You can't. You're looking at it and you're going, but it doesn't feel 15. Oh, it feels stop. at least 22. I've been having an ongoing argument with that weather app now since last Thursday because it's given me consistently wrong information. Yeah, it's like I always feel it's a little bit at the moment just baking. Like I'm just hot all the bloody time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so... What I'll do is I will look out the window uh, before I make my clothing uh, choice choice of the day. See, today is going to be a slow brown day. I can't even think of the word choice. Um, and I will look around for people oh. to see what they're wearing. What's she wearing? Yeah. And see what, you know, is it a skirt? Are they wearing a light jacket? Are mm-hmm. they just going T-shirt? Are they going, are they going stra- like strapless vesty top thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I will make my clothing decision based on what the footfall in front of my house has mm. been. And then I will leave. And if I've gotten it wrong because of that, I will be angry with those people. But then <laughs> my, my worry is... Those, those people... My worry is that somebody will have looked out their window and seen me and I will, based on the stupid, because I always make a stupid choice. You made the wrong choice. Because also I have to admit, if I, if someone's wearing like a jacket, Mm. I'll go, oh, well, they're obviously, they've obviously gotten a little bit wrong because it looks a bit warmer. I'm Mm. not going to wear a jacket. Mm. Or if somebody's like in a vest top, I'll go, I don't think it's vest top weather. I'll Mm. I'll wear a cardigan. Mm. So I'm always, it's not like I I really trust the people. Mm. I will blame them if I've gotten it wrong. But a rough guideline. A rough guideline. Yeah. But just the fact that I think that somebody's looking out their window going, <laughs> she's got a cardigan on. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah. And if you had worn that, um, if you'd worn that cardigan out of worry that like later you might be chilly. Yeah. Uh, you're throwing everything out of whack because it could be 28, 29 degrees. It could, and then, you know, I've, I always carry, carry quite a small bag with yeah. me. So I'm going, that's the cardigan. Yeah, better wear it got to wear it now because I'm not tying it around the waist yeah I wore a jumper out of worry and fear last year it was an October day so I thought I was kind of safe in wearing my jumper yes yeah was it balmy Phil? well (laughs) turns out it was really friggin balmy and I was wearing a really chunky really chunky uh, heavy knit wow yeah but it was early October Got into town. You know it's laborious getting into town. You sweat of, of an average day getting into town anyway. Listen, but, uh, it's look London. At, it's wall-to-wall heat. By the time I met up with my friend, I was a puddle. And she <laughs> says, nice jumper. I says, yeah, but I'm actually close I'm to dying. Listen, I'm dripping. Yeah. So if somebody had taken my lead on that day, yeah. apologies. <laughs> Sorry. I got it really wrong. No, we see, now what you're doing is you're apologising. It's not our fault. It's not our responsibility. No. But it's the same time, and and then leading on from that, Phil, if I'm at the bus stop, right, Mm -hmm. and I'm waiting for my bus, and I see someone sitting at the bus stop, but they're looking at their phone, and then 
a bus comes along that is not my bus. I start panicking that it's their bus and they haven't seen it because they're on their phone and maybe they might blame me because... No, they have no leg to stand on there. Well, that's what I... Yeah. But you want to do the tap, tap, tap and the shore going, is this... Is this your bus because you'll miss it? By the way, is that your bus? Because, and then I I find myself kind of like... (laughs) Like, like trying to trying to startle them to lift their heads up. So I'd be like, <laughs> slapping them, do, 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 or just slapping yourself, just slapping, just doing a clap in the air. Oh, like that. Yeah, or, or stamping my feet. Yeah, of course, uh, as you did the the obligatory cough, yeah. <coughs> fake sneeze. Yeah, or sometimes singing along with the song that I'm listening to quite loudly, <laughs> just to just to rouse them. Yeah, and then they'll look up and go, oh, I don't need that. But it's um, what if they look at you instead of the bus though. Well, they're going to because I'll probably be giving yeah. it some. But then when they look at you, just you just do a point and go, yeah, look the, at the bus, bus, the bus is here. <laughs> this your bus? Is this your bus? That's a perfect segue. Yeah, you wouldn't come across as... Demented. No. No, you come across as really normal, wouldn't you? <laughs> Absolutely. But it's, um, I mean, I've been working on this kind of stuff in therapy, as you could imagine. <laughs> it's like, it, it's over, it's taking responsibility for something that isn't my responsibility. Yes. And, you know, that goes way back, way, 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 way back yeah. to my childhood. Good tool for that. I don't know if you've encountered this on your journey. The responsibility pie chart. Now, you have mentioned this to Am me. Am I always banging on about the responsibility? <laughs> Explain it for people who might need it. Pie chart. I don't know. Do we all know? It's a circle. If people don't know what a pie chart is at this stage, they're very, very young. Well, they could have forgotten. I mean, how many times have you used a pie chart since you left school? No, Realistically. But, but it's always been etched in my mind, maybe because I like pies. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, it's a circular chart. Mm. Yeah. Um, it might stick in your mind more if it's called a, a pizza chart. Yeah, or a cake chart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine, if you will, a pie chart, which is a, an empty circle. Yes. It's a circle, yeah. <laughs> sorry I said a word the last day and someone corrected me and they're like sorry it's actually a rhombus or so it was who a- said a rhombus to you <laughs> it wasn't rhombus it was something else I described a shape they'd corrected me on the shape and I was like how long have I been calling that shape that shape it's, it's definitely a circle it's definitely a circle good but also just, just checking just checking d- 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 don't tell me that you were saying oh uh, like if you were using the, the reg the reg shape words like yeah. triangle yeah. rectangle circle and someone oh. goes oh excuse me it's a rhombus no fuck them sorry <laughs> no do you know what it was well, it was in relation to a circle and I called it um, I said width right. or something and I was corrected on no it's actually diameter or circle Look, oh. I don't know. I don't know. Was it a, a nice person who corrected your? Yeah, okay. very nice person. Right. Because so it's fine. Okay. Look, it's fine. It's uh, definitely a circle. It's a, it's not because they'd call it a rhombus yeah, chart. <laughs> again, just goes back to on a day to day. How often yeah. in my line of work am I going to be using those terms? No, but I think from and I get that. But I think that you know what a pie chart is. Yes. And I think um, it's a circle. Yeah. But we let's say rhombus chart just to, to, to cover our bases. Well, no, because we need a visual on this. So okay, it's a circle. So it's a circle. It's a like, circle. Like a, but you see, like I a mean, pizza. Like a pizza. Or a pie or a cake. Yeah. Um, and then if someone goes, well, a pizza can be a square, you need to oh, sh- sh- shut this fucking podcast well, off. <laughs> We're talking about a pizza in the shape of a circle. Yes. Yeah. And it's empty. <laughs> There's no toppings on it. There's no cheese. There's no tomato. There's no mushrooms. There's no onions. There's nothing on this pizza. Circle. Go, Phil. Go. Empty circle. Explain the job. Oh, Jesus Christ. Give me a scenario. Um, okay. P- picking what to wear in the, mo- in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this correct? Picking what to... Or, um, yeah, picking what to wear in the morning. Okay. Yeah. No, this won't work. <laughs> okay. W- w- uh, the bus is coming along and it's not my bus. Y- yes. The bus is coming along. 
I think it might be the other person's bus. Should I tell the other person? Yeah. Where, what's my responsibility in this yeah. scenario? Right. Bus is coming. And then you start to fill in the, the empty circle. Mm-hmm. And you put in, but you put in yourself last. Right. So. Bus. So. 32%. Y- yeah. Because, I mean, the driver has to have some responsibility to slow down a bit when he sees yeah. people at a bus stop. So you're, you're given that 32%. Right, fill in your pie chart, 32%. Okay. Okay. Who else might be responsible in this scenario? The person at the bus stop. Yes. What what percentage would you give them? I'd actually get, I'm going to take this 32% off and I'm going to give that person 97%. <laughs> okay, and are we including any other factors in this? Is it just going to be the other person? Other person, 97%. Bus driver, 3%. M- me, me, 0%. Okay, good. You see, that's it. That's excellent. You've filled yourself in last. Yeah. Turns out, yeah. your responsibility in this scenario yeah. is probably zero. It's zero. But you know what's interesting? I went to see my therapist who I'm seeing an awful lot at the moment. Yes. <laughs> Some would say too much, but um, she's brilliant. And she said, we're talking about uh, taking responsibility. And I said to mm. her, I'm brilliant at taking responsibility. I take responsibility for everything. And I write emails to people and I will take responsibility for everything that's ever happened. And she said, that's not taking yeah. responsibility. And I said, what? what uh, it is. It's taking too much responsibility. And she said... The only way to take responsibility and truly take responsibility is that you tell the other person what they did wrong or you kind of you ask them to be responsible for their part. Mm. So it's not because she said other than that, it's just self-blame. Yeah. But if you say to somebody, so I did this and I noticed that you did this, Mm -hmm. you don't you're not that they might never take responsibility for that. But you're still saying, I acknowledge that this is the way that you behaved. And I didn't really appreciate that in my mind because then you offer them to space to say, well, actually, I was doing this or I meant to do this or I'm so sorry or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if they come back and they won't at all, then that's then you can kind of I don't know, you can kind of move on from it. Yeah. Well, number one, be at peace with what what your responsibility, personal responsibility, I think is important. And be at peace at what what your part was. Yes. Yeah. And that means being realistic in that, like. Don't take too much responsibility. Mm. Try to be as realistic as possible as this was my part. I fully own that. I did that. That's it. Yeah. And then, yeah, don't be going, but you're, um, should I have thought about this or should I have maybe told them this? And if I, That's their, they have to take personal responsibility for their, but uh, it's I suppose very, you yeah. can't force someone to do that. It's big. It's a big eye-opening choice to go, right, I'm going to take responsibility for all these things. But yes. as long as you're not taking on, yeah, as long as you're not taking on too much of other people's... No, I'm learning now. I mean, it's taken me a very long time, but it, it was, uh, it's taken me, lo- yeah, it's taken me a long time. I keep saying it mm. <laughs> over and over to to understand stuff like that. Because what I would do is if someone was behaving badly towards me, I would try and go, okay, so what can I do now to stop that person oh, right. behaving badly? But I would never kind of sit down with them and say, Listen, I don't know if what you're doing is great or doesn't make me feel, you know, I just would kind of try and, and never address the situation. Because I learned when I was a kid, it's, you know, you don't address situations. Mm-hmm. Or if I say I've got a problem, someone, you know, gives out to me or I get shouted at or, mm-hmm. you know, there was no room for me to have to to, to be dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. So I find it interesting now that learning to call people out. I did it a while back. There was a guy who was texting me. And uh, and he had a relationship and I said to him, I don't think it's appropriate that you're texting me. And uh, and he didn't handle that very well. You know what I mean? And I kind of thought, oh, well, that's but at least it was kind of me acknowledging and taking responsibility and saying, I think I just want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Because also in that moment, it did look like I was saying, hey, I know that you're into me. 
I think that you're into me and and uh, and that's never an, a, a comfortable thing to do. But it's it's actually quite good if you're if you're unsure of anything, just to ask for clarification. My best friend always says to me, information, it's all about getting the information. Mm-hmm. So if you can just say to somebody, this is how I'm feeling and mm-hmm. this is what's going on. And I think that maybe you might be doing this, then they can give you the information you need to be able to, to resolve that. If they can give you the information. If they're willing to give, if they're, if they're kind of... Um, if they're mature enough emotionally mm-hmm. to be able to handle criticism or a not question. even criticism, just to, even a, a question. Um, but I always notice, and you probably get this too, that if I ask somebody a question and or, or say something to someone, they immediately get defensive. I kind of go, ah, now there was something there. Mm. You know, whereas if somebody, if I ask somebody, somebody to clarify something and they go, oh, I'm so sorry. that Yeah, let me clarify that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Do you no think problem. some people are afraid of um, confrontation or don't feel comfortable with it? Yes, I think, yeah, I mean, I'm very frightened of confrontation, Mm -hmm. but I think what a lot of people want in this world is to to be able to get away with things and not be Mm -hmm. called on them. Mm -hmm. And I think especially, and I'm not going to say it's like a a male or female thing, but I think um, in romantic relationships, I find it especially interesting that when you kind of say to somebody this is what I want or do you think that you were doing this in a very calm way you do get a lot of defensiveness back up mm-hmm. if you're if it's not the yeah. right person I think it boils back to is a is a person willing to do the personal responsibility thing because it's it's a bit of it, it can be a bit of an ask do you know it's it's a but the thing is you know this because we're very um we've known each other a long time now and we're mm. good at kind of we're good at kind of looking at our shit mm. not in a metaphorical way yes um, and and just going oh okay because you get to a certain point in your life mm. and you think to yourself I can't continue on not looking at the stuff from my past because I'm, I've been shoving it all down here right down mm. the bottom and I keep thinking if I do that it's not going to come up and for me I'd gotten to a point where it was coming up it was coming you know what I mean it was like coming out of the sink it was coming out of the bathtub it was just all coming to get yeah. me in a Ghostbusters kind of pink goo biting in the bum biting me in the arse all night long. <laughs> and so I think it's when you want to kind of stop feeling like shit about yourself in your life, you do get to these moments where you go, I'm going to start, I'm going to start looking p- back at things and the the reason why I do things and so kind of like why we're doing this podcast as well is because we're not afraid to go, oh, I think I'm scared of people missing their bus because way back when I took too much responsibility for e- things. Exactly. Um completely lost my train of thought <laughs> look it's all very flow it's just listen this is all loosey-goosey but yeah sorry so Personal, it's, yeah, it's, sorry. It's, it's hard for people to 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 look back it's hard for people to ask questions about themselves yeah. because it's not fucking pretty no. to go back and look at that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but if you don't and if you're in any way if you're in any way not not happy or you're not dealing with things pushing them down Mm-hmm. just means they're just going to find a way to come up in some mm-hmm. fucking way, shape it's going or form. to sabotage you later. Exactly. Mm. So, um, back to personal, per- <laughs> back to personal responsibility. Yes. Yeah. The pie chart. The pie chart. I'm not saying that's the be all and end all, but it no, helps. No, but it's a good tip. And also, it's, yeah. it's, um, you did a great thing with your hand there. Oh, Sorry, the, the lights just went off. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We do have a little lamp so we can see each other. It's fine. No, it's, <laughs> Just, just so dramatic. Yeah. Oh, the went up. Oh my god. Especially you were just talking about Ghostbusters, now. I know the pinku. Oh. This is the pinku is coming to get me. Oh. The pinku has turned off the light. Oh. Um, but 
Yes. There's pie chart. Pie chart, Romulus, mm. whatever it's called. Rhombus? Rom, rhombus. Oh, what's Romulus? Ooh, uh, Romulus and Remus, fictional founders of Rome. <laughs> Crikey. That's me doing a quick fact check. Probably um, wrong in my head. Well, let's just say that because I have no idea rhombus. who Rom, Rhombus or, is. Or the, H-O-M-B-U-S. Rom- cool. Him. No, uh, that's not a him. A rhombus is a thing. It's a shape. <laughs> I want to get a picture. I'm just Googling a picture of Rambus. And, okay, and is ha- there an actual H in it? Okay, yeah, you yes, do that. Yeah. That was very quick Google, Phil. Yeah. It's, ooh, mm? it looks like a diamond. Well, then whoever was telling you that a circle was like a rhombus could no, fuck off. No, that was that was me filling in gaps with okay. words. That, that's, yes. And do you know what you're doing there right now? You're taking Take responsibility. responsibility. Well, I'm owning that shit because I don't know if you know by now. <laughs> I do a lot of exaggeration and a bit of... um elaboration when I recount stories. So that's called being Irish, Phil. I'm trying to stick as closely to facts, but in order to make a story or an anecdote just about 15% more interesting, mm-hmm. throw in a bit of flavour. Flavour? But I stick to the facts as much as I can no, I when think, I can remember them. But also, I mean, when you're from the storytelling past of our forefathers, yeah. you will embellish because totally. it is. It, there's a difference between saying there was two people coming up the road and 40 million people coming yeah. up the road. And 40 million sounds better. Yeah. Jesus, there was 40 million people in the pub last night. If in doubt, exaggerate to Jesus and mm. then just make it as as flowery as possible. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Why not? That's how we Life built short. our great nation. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, um, so that's my worry of the week. Yeah, I think that, uh, I know how many times have I said responsibility pie chart in one sitting, but... I think people are, you know, need to hear it, basically. It's a lovely reminder. If you find yourself getting stressed out about going... Um, oh, oh! What should I do? What should I do here? What yeah. should I do here? Do your quick responsibility pie chart in your head or on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. and you'll quickly find out. Oh, well, actually, do you know what? Maybe I don't actually have to do anything. Exactly. I can actually walk away and go. That's them. That's them. Or and also, if you're feeling just a, a little bit more fantastic, you could do a responsibility rhombus. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're still working on a hundred percent though. Yeah, I mean the percentages yeah. don't change. No, just the shape of the chart. Yeah. Up to you. Yeah. I mean, for ease, I'd go with the pizza chart, though. Yeah, because chart. it's a neater, isn't it? It's neater. Um, visually, it just makes a little more, more sense if you're if you're visual in your head the way I am. <laughs> my name's Jason Fleming. The More Than My Past podcast will see me talking to a wide range of inspiring people, people who have confronted and overcome addiction or imprisonment or both and turned their lives around. I did mad things that was hurting myself and hurting other people. Everybody grows up in a house called normal. Heroin addiction and chaos was my normal. Some people don't understand the word moderation and uh, I was definitely one of those people. The More Than My Past podcast. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, Philpa, yeah. what is your worry of the week? You're looking through your book. It feels very organized. She's got a book of words. It's not just that. It's that I very I've got a very bad memory. Ah, yes. No, so me too. If I don't write things down, it doesn't it never happened. Um Are you learning a language at all, Phil? I am. I'm learning French on Duolingo. Oh, I'm learning yeah. Italian on Duolingo. Yes. Buongiorno. Buongior. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Seven, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I almost ran out of health this morning. That oh, gives you a quick worry, doesn't it? Because you're like, I'm not spending really? gems on that. I'm not spending. I'm, I'm not nearly spending there. I'm not. Gems I've on that. got nearly me ten minutes. I've nearly me quota hit for the day. I don't want to be spending gems now at this hour of the morning. I want that little fucking parrot with his headband coming in, and giving me shit. He's an owl. Is he? <laughs> He's an owl. Yeah. I said parrot. I think I, I meant owl. Owl. Why? What's the language? Does that help you with memory? Ita- yeah. He the little owl says, which me and my friend call we call him Coach. Coach no, always... his name is Duo. <laughs> <laughs> These are things that you pick up along the way. I was, I was slightly angry there, but... <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, his chair is no back. <laughs> and he went to the floor. Oh, God. He's, well, you can't coach Duo. He has a headband oh, on, which yes. suggests, and a whistle. Does he which... sometimes have a stopwatch? No. He does have a stopwatch from time to time. He doesn't use it. Yeah. <laughs> he never uses it. I've never seen him use it. He's just holding it. He wears it around his neck like your average person wear a lanyard. <laughs> Which would suggest he is a coach because who else wears a whistle Actually, around the neck? What? I like the name. Yeah, coach is a good name. Apart from like somebody who's lost in the wild. Apart from the two kids from uh, Bird Box or San- Sandra Bullock, she had a whistle around her neck. Maybe he's in Bird Box. <laughs> Maybe he's the bird in the box, is oh, he? He could be. Was there a bird in a box? It was, there was a bird in a cage. This is my memory. This is my memory. Listen, but you're learning. And so anyway, um, we haven't even got to the... You're worrying. No. I'm bombarding you with... Yeah, here's one. Talk. Uh, I was walking... So I, I moved house in the last year and a half. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's... Uh, thank you for that. But I don't... I don't know. Congr- it was a congratulations. Yeah, but it sounded like... Someone's done well at a done a good bit of stand up at a gig or something, and I'm like, oh, thank you though. Caught me unawares. <laughs> Can you do it again? <laughs> nice, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I moved house in the last year and a half, whatever, and I lit- I only moved down the road. Yes, I know. But don't know. Do you notice this that like couriers? They work their own. They work at their own certain little patch. Now you say couriers. Courier. I would say courier. Courier. I think let's do both. But courier yeah. could be. I, I like it. It's it sounds courier. American. Does it? He was a courier. Courier. Um. They ha- They what? They have their own patch. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That they stick to their own little zone. Yeah. Because in my old house, the same guy used to come to the house and drive. I was always home and I was on the the ground floor, so he used to knock on the window and say, "Can I leave in stuff?" And I would put stuff in the house for other people oh um so we got to, like we got to know each other by name and whatever and um 
since I moved, mm-hmm. obviously I don't see him anymore. There's a new courier on the uh. patch. But basically I was walking to the train station one day and I saw the old courier on the street with yeah. his van. Yeah. And I went, I know that man. I know that man. So from ages away, I kind of started smiling at him. <laughs> going, ah, I know. I know you. You know this. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm so embarrassed. Um, oh, I don't want to tell this. Anyway, no, I was walk, walking along and there he was at, at his van with the parcels and I was smiling from way too far away. And I was like, hi, hi, kind of waving, smiling. Yeah. And as I got closer, he was looking at me, smiling to him and I was smiling more and nodding my head going, hi, hi. And he was like looking at me going, who? Like, I don't know. Like, obviously, he sees 100,000 people every day. because He a, needs to locate you in your home. Is that what, you, you know, for him... I'd say he didn't know who the hell I was. Do you know? Well, it, was, oh, oh, sorry. it would have been I'm, months since I'd seen him previous. I'm, I'm interrupting you, but continue on. No, like I would have seen him months previous. Yeah. It would have been a big old gap. Mm. And he sees maybe uh, hundreds of people every day through right. his work. And so I recognise him and I'm kind of smiling and waving. He's looking at me going, uh, who, who, who are you? Hi, how do I know you? And anyway, we're getting closer And finally, I'm kind of like parallel to him, but I'm across the road and I kind of wave across. And instead of saying hi, I just go, I know you. (laughs) God almighty. (laughs) And he goes, yeah, hi, yeah, yeah. And I go, yeah, hi, hi, hiya, hi. And he's, and I'm smiling at him and he's smiling at me and he goes, yeah, hi. And I go, hi. And then we walk on and I, I keep walking and I'm like, yeah, hiya, bye, bye. And he just gets in his van and he drives away. And then as I was walking on, I went, oh, God, I've just I've just grossly offended him <laughs> just by just by being weird, just by being a weird, weird kind of because I can do 100 percent awkward mm. at any time. Mm. I'm kind of I, I have. Yeah, I get that. I have awkward coming out of me. And so <laughs> I have. I went for an aura reading and she said, I didn't get any colours, I just got awkward. <laughs> and your chakras are kind of singing out of me and they're just saying awkward. Awkward. And I was like, yeah, yeah. That's a lie, actually. I didn't get it in red. No, no. no. I, in case some chakra reader somewhere is going, I don't, that would sound That's very possible. unprofessional. That's not possible. Um, it's just, I, to, for me, the only awkward bit is, is that I know. I, I know you. You don't, don't say that to people. What I should have said no. in the scenario was, "Hi, nice to nice to see you again." But, but, Whatever. But, but what you were doing, probably your mind, is that thing of speaking before your mind is fully connected. Is what you're saying is because he's looking at you in a way to say, "I don't know you." Yeah. You're saying to him, "I know you." Yeah. But you're trying to make it fine that you're you're saying hi. Now yeah. I would say this, right? I'm sure he does see an awful lot of people. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, you do recognize somebody that whose name you know. Do you know what I mean? Like it, t- it might take a second or two. Yeah. But like yeah, the other day, I was in an office. I was having a meeting, and in the middle of the meeting, the guy I was having the meeting with went down to get some coffees and stuff, and another guy just walked into the room and was looking at me, and I was looking at him, and it took me like two seconds to realize that like six or seven years ago, we did a gig in Sweden together. Mm. We, we did an ad, and I, and, and uh, I spent the week with him it was like a a, a a tourism thing so we went everywhere together yeah. and he was great but it took me two seconds for me to go oh my god it's Matthias like it mm. had completely gone out of my head Yeah, and that was like six years later so if you're yeah. just talking like a year and a half or whatever he's yeah. not on your route that's fine but like he knew even if he was kind of going I can't remember her name but I, re- I know I know who she is so I don't think that you were awkward or off by, by just going because he, like he might not be able to place you for a second mm. but you 
unless he's got face blindness and that's a thing, that could be an actual real thing in his life. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, I don't understand how he completely forget who you are. No, it wasn't that, it was, it was, well, well, number one, I was across the road and maybe he couldn't, I don't know. But anyway. He could be short-sighted, I know I am. Yeah, me too. No, that's not true, I'm not. I'm long, <laughs> oh, I don't know anymore. I don't know. You're one of them. I have eyes. You have eyes. Um, no, but I was walking away, I was just worrying, going, did I, did I just freak that poor man out by being kind of awkwardly and weird? And then I kept walking and I kept walking and I was worrying about it a bit more and then I went, no, he was smiling. Mm-hmm. He waved back. He waved back. There he, we go. He said, hi. I don't think he recognised you. That's fine. And he didn't seem to be put out really. It he was pop- just me maybe just worrying over nothing and kind of being a bit hard on myself. I think you were probably being, I mean, I think you were probably being too hard on yourself. But I know what was going through your mind because you want, when you recognise somebody, and I get very exci- excited when I recognise This is it, someone. you see, because you live in London, mm-hmm. you now and again might see someone on a rare occasion that you recognise and yeah. you feel like going, hi, hello, hi. Yes. A familiar face, hi, hello. So I, I was caught up in that in the moment because I, um, I, I rounded the corner and there he was and I went, ah, ah, I know him. Also, if you have a relationship with uh, a courier or I, in the last place that I lived, loved my postman. I've <laughs> never loved a human being before in my life. He was great. I didn't know his name. He didn't know my name. Yeah. But me and well, my best friend lived there as well. We would just go, I hope the postman comes today because mm. he would be like, he, I, you know, have a, an addiction that I, I, I'm i a bit of a spender. Online and shopping. Online shopping. And he'd say to me, another, another <laughs> package. And I go, I know, I'm terrible stuff. It's just clothes. I don't even know why I buy them. And we'd have, you know, we'd have extreme bands as the kids yeah, would say. Yeah. And I miss him every day of my life. Oh, you see, no. So if I saw him, I know I would get super excited. Absolutely. If you rounded a corner and there he was and he was a familiar face, wouldn't you go, Hello, Phil, not only would I say hello, I would stop and say, oh my God, how have you been? It's been ages. Yeah. So the fact that you just gave it, I know you. Oh, I said that a little bit threatening. I just wish I'd said hi instead of, I know you. <laughs> yeah. I know, but I think, I think you, you look, that's what, look. Look, I, look at my I'm age, I'm a, still working on my social skills. Every day is a school day, I'm still working on my social skills. But the thing that I think about you that you should know is that you're very good socially. You're you're a delight. Do you think? Well, I've always thought you were a delight. Have you seen me work a room? <laughs> no, because I didn't believe the house. You work a room. Well, I well, I think about the first time that we met each other. Now that now who was socially oh, awkward in that situation, um, Phil? I think it was me. No, I came at you like some so no guys backstory. Um. I fell in love with Philippa oh. on the, the television oh. when she was in a show called The Walshes and I moved towards the screen when I saw her acting and I, I think I covered my eyes and went, she's for me. That oh. one is for me, right? So I was gone. I did a tweet. Oh. I said, who is this woman? Did you? Yeah, I said, I need to find her. Did you? I did, right? I was gone, smitten. Right, okay. and then I can't remember who. Somebody replied. Somebody t- told me told me what oh. was going on. Oh. Then I uh, was doing an episode of a sitcom, and Philippa came with to view it. with the the gang with the Dieter Worms gang, and in the and I even said during the rehearsals that week, Philippa's coming. Oh my god, I love Philippa. Did I, I was so oh I was god. beside myself. And then Philippa's in the green room afterwards. <laughs> and I see hiding, her. Hiding behind a couch. <laughs> and I si- sidle no, up to no, her. This is what I was doing in the in the green room. I know you. <laughs> Just pointing at people going, I know you. 
I know you, yeah, because they're on the telly. And I, was, I wasn't put off. I sidled over and I, my hand came through the crowd. Oh, yeah, we were standing in a circle. Yeah. And, and then a, a kind of go-go gadget arm came through. <laughs> you just kept going. <laughs> Until I found your hand. It was an extension. Well, oh. when I saw who was at the other end of that hand, <laughs> well, I grabbed it and I nearly kissed it. <laughs> we did that thing where you go, mmm. Mm. But I think I said, and this is the most mortifying thing I've ever said to anybody in my life. Philippa, big fan. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> I know you. I know you. <laughs> and I yeah. remember going, because you were very nice, but you were very shy. I'm a shy person, I think. Yeah. Deep, yeah. Deep, deep. Say deep down, no. It's, it's okay. If I was a pie pizza chart, yeah. 50% shy, 50% awkward. <laughs> A winning well, combo. I think there's the <laughs> With the stuffed crust of weird. <laughs> no. But yes, the so so me when I met you first, I felt like that was embarrassing. But it was just because I was really excited to meet you. I think that when likewise you're, it, when you're a oh, friend, um, but when you're excited about seeing somebody, yeah, I think that's fine. I think if someone doesn't meet your excitement, it doesn't mean that you should be shamed or, or feel worry bad about it. or worry about it yeah. because. Do you know what? What if what if we all live this life not being excited? True, actually. Yeah. Is it is it is it better to be excited and to maybe the, use the classic phrase lose the run yourself for a minute? Sure. Or just turn the corner and ignore him. <laughs> yes. Which person would you rather be? Yeah, exactly. The you person give it who. Out. Yeah, yeah. The person who puts the head down and ignores somebody that you recognise by sight, mm-hmm. or the person who goes hi hi I know you hi. hi. Do you know what I realised living in London town mm. is that um, people don't do that like hey. Oh right, yeah. People are too, and I, I mean, there was I was at a birthday party a couple of years ago and met this guy. Uh, who I hadn't seen in a, uh, in a really long time and I said to him oh my god hi how are you I haven't seen you in ages and he went oh I, I didn't think that you'd remember me Aww. and I was going we'd like we'd done Edinburgh's together and yeah. stuff and I was I, but it, I think that people do and it's my you know like your greatest fear mm. like my 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 the things that I tell myself the Dolores the woman who lives in my brain who's always really nasty All to right. me she always tells me I don't matter Mm. That everyone forgets me. You're invisible. I'm invisible, and that I'm not good enough. Those are the three things. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that's the same for a lot of people. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Did he think he was invisible? That you, you, he wasn't worth remembering. Yeah, or like I'd forgotten <sighs> about him, and I was kind of going, "Oh, that's weird," because I just think that, and I've said this to you before. I think I walk out of a room and people go, "Who was in here? Did she? She had uh, big teeth, and she was no. from Ireland." I no, no. So, you know, that's the that's when you have that fear of just not being memorable. Yeah. So I think that your enthusiasm for the courier, mm-hmm. that's that's nothing but because in that moment, even if it took him a while to register, he realized that you remembered him and that you had an impact. He had an impact in your life mm-hmm. in was, a positive way. He was part of the routine there for a while. It's part of the routine. And also, you know, when you're excited to see someone and you're happy to see them and they make you smile, like that's a good thing. Pass that round. Pass it round. Because then, going back to your friend that you met at the party and you thought, oh, I didn't think you'd remember me. Isn't it nice to let people know that you remember them? Because likewise, wouldn't you like to think that you've been remembered somehow? Yeah. I really like when put, people say they just remember me. Put, put out there what you'd like to get back in return, maybe. Yeah. And also when you are, because sometimes I've been at a party and seen somebody or been on a road and seen somebody and been like, Oh, that would be if if I do a hey 
Mm. I don't want them to to exactly what you said, like the, the big fear of you go, hey, and someone goes, mm. oh God. Jesus, it keeps walking. It's a fucking mad Irish one with the big teeth. Um, uh, so I, like, there's been times where I've kind of gone, oh, I won't do that. But then I feel like once somebody just has the nerve to go, yes, I, I'm, I'm having this experience with you. I'm, I like, I'm happy to see you. Mm. It, it's, it's a better thing than two people walking by each other and going, oh, mm. why? Uh, that's. Yeah. Although there's a hilarious thing that happened one time when me and the best friend were on the the tube, and I, we, we got on. There was no spaces beside each other mm-hmm. so no seats as they call them so we sat kind of far apart from each other and as she sat down she realised she's sitting across from a girl that we went to drama school with oh, right. and she was the year ahead of us and the best friend is sitting there for a while and because I could watch it because I was quite far away it was absolutely brilliant and she's kind of looking at her and then kind of looks at the ceiling and then I, and then I can see the oh I'm going to do it and she the girl had headphones in and the best friend tips from the leg yeah. and she takes the headphones out kind of looks at her and she goes in hi um we were at driving school together and the guy just looks at her and goes, I know. And oh. puts the earphones back in and just leans back. So the best friend's now sitting forward, like awkward as, the, like it's just the most awkward thing. And at the next stop, I just, the two of us just stood up and got off the tube and then like basically howled with laughter. Like we didn't even look at each other. We just stood up because she was like, I I knew telepathically I, I she was saying, I'm, I can't sit in this all the way to Oxford Circus. Yeah. I'm getting off now. But it was, it was the, the fucking gall of your word going, I know. She just didn't want to converse. And also I, I thought, well, good for you because do you know what you just lost out on? A bloody delightful conversation because the best friend can do a, a, a chat for all ages. Chat the leg off you. Chat the leg off you, make you feel like it's, a, it's your birthday. Mm. Well, you've missed out on that lady. Ooh. So, um, so yeah, you don't want to be that person. You want to be the best friend, not the person who puts the earphones in. I know. That oh. one. That one can go and suck one all night long. Oh, God. Oh, God. I've told her, Phil. Sorry, now I feel like I've I slightly hijacked that Not at all. No, no, that was it. That was it. Like, it wasn't, um, it's not like I went home that evening. Yeah. And I did a big old worry about it going, I wondered, I wonder, did I weird that man out or offend him or anything like that? That was the best day of his bloody life. <laughs> but um, no, I did, I did a, a mental conversation with myself as I walked away going, well, did he look offended? Mm. Did he voice any, like any kind of like, hey, don't talk to me kind of an attitude? No, he didn't. He smiled and he kind of waved back. So I think you're OK there. Yes. I think you're OK. Thank yes. God I could park that. As my, yeah. mo- as my mother would say, park it. Park it, leave it here. Leave it. Because you don't want those worries that you pick up. You know, because up until that moment, everything was going fine. I was walking somewhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Some, I, you know, somewhere. Just I don't, going on your big walk somewhere. I was. My, I might have even been going on a big walk. And um, everything was going fine. And it was. it's good that I didn't... You know, you, you might be having... Oh, God, this is such a ramble. No, you might no, be. Ha- you might be having a good day and then maybe halfway through, something will happen and you can pick it up and worry about it for the day. Phil, that's my life. Yeah. So I put a stop to it. I parked it and I went, I've done a checklist of three things. Mm-hmm. Did he look offended? No. Did he look annoyed? No. And I think he was smiling and waving back in return. So I don't think, so yeah. that way I could park it. I could park the worry and get on with my long walk. Did you do, yeah, I was going to say, did you do the last one going, where am I going on this actual walk? Yeah. What am I doing out of, out of the house? This is weird. <laughs> you don't leave the house. What are you doing? Are you sure? Get back in. Get are, back you, in. are you sure about this? <laughs> I can't it? ask myself if I'm sure about anything really oh, because no. chances are I'll get back. No, I'm not sure of anything. Let's let's go back in the house. Unless I have to now drop down into the middle of the belly. 
into the depths of the belly and oh. say, no. Into the gut. Into the gut and say, ask yourself this question now. Mm. Ask yourself from that place. Mm. And that place is undeniable. That place, you know, you know what the answer is in that place. It's very, it's though it's very much like a yes or no answer. You can't be going to it. You know, should, yeah. I, should I get? That's where that magic eight ball is wrong. Yeah. Because it gives you these kind of. Come back later. Neither here nor there question answers. That, yeah. No, it's a bit like when you watch tarot card readers on YouTube and you think, this can't be for me. <laughs> I don't think this, any of this is happening. I don't think my baby daddy is getting out of prison. Right. <laughs> but I'll go and meet him. Yeah, the, the gut never tells you, come back on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, another time. Yeah. I think we're we're well, leaving it there, aren't we? That might we? be it now. Yeah. Now, I just want to clarify something. We say at the end of these episodes, uh, please write to us at wehearwarrior.gmail.com. But we haven't put out any episodes as of yet. So in case you're listening and going, why are they not reading it? Nobody's writing in. You could have written in we uh, and be wondering why we're, uh, we're a few episodes in and we haven't read any out. Yeah. We don't know anything about that yet. We don't know We don't anything. know. That's the future. That's the future. But if we're... But look, we're very excited for the day we get an email if we if that day comes. So keep writing in. <laughs> um, because in a way it's a li- little bit like saying, I know you. I know you. I know you. Heard that. Do that in email form. Yeah. Because it's the braver and best thing to do. If you if you, if you please. Um, mm. alright, well, we'll see you soon. Take care of yourselves, right? That's it. See you. Bye. I'm Tilly Steele. And I'm Helen Monk. And this is Bitchin'. I'm dyslexic. Yeah, why do you read the Wikipedia page? <laughs> it's good to practice. Yeah. A podcast where every week we talk about a different person. So how old was he when he first popped on the scene? That's a great If question. you say he was my age, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking die. And we veer wildly off track. Pop that Prosec. <laughs> Available on all your podcast apps. That's not my... Can you not say er in the advert? (laughs) Available on all your podcast platforms. Just search Bitchin' or Great Big Owl. We'll see you there. That was all right. (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.